Hello, and welcome to Arena Sensei, the Hearthstone podcast to help you become an arena champion. This is episode 28, State of the Meta, season two. I'm Steven Sensei, and this is my co-host, Schwal. Now that things have started to settle from the adjustments, let's see if we can give you a better look at the meta and the tips you need to succeed in this new environment. Class win rates have remained nearly the same since last week. The classes having found their slot, that means we can now focus on what it means for your draft. When the meta is fast, like it is now, you have a couple of options. First, you can draft and try and go much faster than your opponent. Unfortunately, how fast the meta is right now, that's going to be hard to do because everyone else will be nearly as fast as you, and fighting for and keeping the board is really the most important thing. Option two is actually what I'm finding a little more luck with right now. And that's to draft a lower number, you know, six to eight, two drops, and some one drops so you can get them for uh, extra early board presence. And then try to fill out the curve from there. Having some mid-game minions that outvalue your opponents who are trying to go just super aggro seems to work. So what are the cards we should be looking for in each class if we want to fill out this curve and move to kind of a faster mid-game? For Druid, the one-drops we're interested in are Enchanted Raven, which is a 2-2, obviously good, and Acorn Bearer gives us value as a Death Rattle, and Living Roots lets us deal damage or summon some tokens to the board. Uh, Druid's available synergy beyond max is going wide and playing board buffs, especially Blessing of the Ancients, a three-mana spell that gives all your minions plus one, plus one, and it has twin spells, so you can do it twice. Hunter has several excellent one-drops right now, including Shimmerfly, which is going to give you value of some more uh, beasts back into your hand. Uh, On the Hunt and Fiery Bat are Tempo Beast synergy. Speaking of which, while Hunter has one of the best mech packages, there's still plenty of beast energy to be had now in Season 2, so look out for that in your draft. Even if you don't get the beast synergy, Unleash the Beast is worth having in any deck for the two rushing 5-5s. Uh, Priest 1-drops worth taking are largely the classics Power Word Shield and Norsire Cleric. It owes its current success to the efficient spells and decent mech package. Uh, there is no other synergy worth attempting, so be extra concentrated on mana-efficient plays like Henchclan Shadequill, the 4-mana four 4-7 four with a death rattle that restores 5 health to the opponent. This may seem bad, but it doesn't matter how high their health is if you have the board and can smack them down. They may also get desperate and prioritize removing this for the health at risk of losing the board even further. Shaman is also leaning heavily on its core set for 1-drops. In this case, Lightning Bolt, it has Burn with a little bit of Overload, and Rise of Shadows Sludge Slurper for a nice lackey payoff. Shaman can also draft something of a Murloc synergy, although that can be tricky to pull off. For Rogue in the one slot, things like Slosh Burglar, which has some nice value, Mecharoo, which is nice and sticky, and Buccaneer, which has value if it sticks and you plan to hero power the next turn, are all great options. Other great cards Rogue can leverage for value include Evil Miscreant, and the three-mana Shady Dealer, uh, three-mana 4-3 with the battle cry of plus one, plus one if you have a pirate on board. Which is, if you've been able to pick up things like Schlossburglar and Buccaneer, is a real possibility. There's definitely a pirate package you can get in Rogue. Mage is benefiting from Messenger Raven, the three-mana 3-2, Discover a Mage minion. Also be on the look for Babbling Book on one. 
and Unstable Portal, which is a two mana spell that adds a random minion to your hand and reduces its cost by three. Mage is also one of those classes with a good amount of removal and AoE in the form of cards like Flame Cannon. The two mana card does four damage to a random enemy minion, and Flame Lance, the five mana deal eight damage to a minion, as well as the usual suspects from Classic, including Blizzard, Flame Strike, and of course Pyroblast. The mage always has Pyroblast. Paladin is still doing well, but is more focused on playing for tempo than it is the hand buff mechanic we had originally expected. Muster for Battle, the three mana summon three silver hand recruits and equip a one four weapon, is still one of the strongest early game guards out there. Don't pass up on a Glotron for your one mana slot. This one mana one three mech won't be easily removed if you play it on curve. And Aldor Peacekeeper can keep opponent's minions in check by reducing one minion's attack to one. The Argent Protector as a 2-mana 2-2 that gives another friendly minion Divine Shield is another great tool to take control of the board and really get some value out of trades early or late game. Warlock still benefits from the strongest hero power in the game, allowing them to find resources as needed. The 1-mana Flame Imp is perhaps the strongest one-drop if played on curve. A 3-2 on turn 1 is something to be reckoned with, even with the downside of taking 3 damage yourself when played. Voidwalker, the one-mana 1-3 Taunt Demon, is also great in that slot. Dumbling Imp for turn 3 gets you 4-4 worth of stats across two bodies. Stats on board, and requires more than one minion to trade them off. I'm also a big fan of Evil Genius. This two-mana 2-2 has a battle cry of destroy a friendly minion and add two lackeys to your hand. You won't play this on curve, but if you have a small minion that you can send face and can afford to sacrifice, this card can provide some good swing turns that also generate value. And that brings us to Warrior, poor Garrosh. With a class win rate of 42.7%, he really is in Duster of Arena. But if you insist on playing this class, there are a few things to note. Warrior has access to more mechs across the class and more neutral cards than any other class. So you can try for some synergy. Omega Assembly to find mechs early is fine, or if drawn late games gives you three, if you can survive to that point. Improved Morale is an interesting spell. One mana, do one damage to any minion. If that minion lives, you get a lackey. Uh, on, on the mech side, there's one the one mana, one three Eternium Rover, which will gain you two de- armor every time it takes damage. It's a pretty good one drop. But in reality, if you want a chance to earn more than a pack, the only real winning move is not to play this class. Speaking of classes you do want to play, next week we'll do a class breakdown for our current number one, Rogue. If you've been enjoying Arena Sensei, feel free to leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast listening material from. We really do appreciate you taking the time to listen and write. You can also join us in our Discord at discord.me slash arenasensei or write us directly at arenaseneipodcast at gmail.com. You can find me in most Hearthstone podcast discords. My battle tag is schwal1747, and I rarely stream at twitch.tv slash Where can people find you, Sensei? You can find me in most of the other Hearthstone discords as well, but you can also follow my Twitter at stevensenseihs, and my battle tag on the Asia server is stevensensei hashtag 1107. Until next week. See you in the arena.